Hey guys, and welcome back to Casual Commander. I'm Tim. And I'm Chris. And today we have got the the tried and true, the tested and, and beloved series that we do. It's Fringe Commanders. Woo! I need yeah. a sound I need a soundboard, dude. I can have like applause. Can it just be one guy going, woo? Woo. That's just <laughs> yeah. that's just that's just me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we can soundboard I, I, ourselves. Ooh, oh God, that'd be terrifying. It'd be so good. I Just like me. French commanders. I don't know why you give it such a hard time. It's always good to have unique commanders, you know? I th- I think the, 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 uh, it's not that I don't like it. It's that it lends itself to like, you might get an episode where they're all duds and it can be funny, but also like some, I want to see the diamond in the rough and sometimes I, we just don't get one. We like, just just keep, that's why we keep doing these brother. <laughs> That's why we keep doing them. The also, in the rough. I don't know what the hell that was, but that was not the, the Cave of Wonders from Aladdin. Uh, you watch way more Disney than I do. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, anyway, <laughs> I know I'm off course. What was I gonna? I think I was talking about um finding the diamond in the rough, and. Like I like, like I said, I like these. I think they're fun. Uh, but, but I, I, I'm hesitant to do them too much because I think that could happen sometimes. Sometimes, yes. But also, we haven't done one since like April. I, I know it, it's fine. Uh, you know, we, we you waited. Know. We waited enough times. There's been a lot of commanders that have come out that probably didn't get built a lot because they had a couple sets where they had like twenty. That's uh, right. Uncommons. That's right. Don't worry. We're only gonna get legends. We're loaded up. <laughs> We're only going to get legends. We're only going to get legends. <laughs> we also don't keep track of it. Like, we really we need could, to start documenting. We really do. We document like everything else and not this. We just are like, nah. <laughs> All right. Here's what's going to happen. A sticker, a free sticker to anybody who goes back through our catalog and documents all of the fringe commanders that we've done in the past and sends it to us on Discord or email. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you go through our catalog. Fan. <laughs> who's there who's our biggest fan go listen <laughs> go listen to all the fringe commanders and tell us which ones we've done we're not a single person is gonna send <laughs> we don't no, have a biggest enough. fan <laughs> uh whoever does though free sticker yeah true so you know we could we maybe could incentivize it if we were feeling annoying like maybe Uh-oh. we could do uh like like a giveaway Speaking of giveaways, information on our 12 Days of Christmas to come at the end of the episode, so stick around. I, cool. Do you like that? That was good. That was Ooh. good. Good segue. Thank you. Thank you. Good segue. I, you know what else I'm good at? How was your oh, day, Tim? Uh, you know, my day was actually pretty good. I'm getting my new washer-dryer combo machine tomorrow. Oh, pretty oh. jazzed about that, yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel pretty wishy-washy about mine. <laughs> Damn it. This is so bad. <laughs> Just get it. <laughs> Alright, so French commanders. While Chris to the- to himself. <laughs> what are the rules? Uh, we hit random on EDH rec until we find a card that has less than 150 decks. I don't think we've upped it yet. Nah, still 150. And 150 yeah, still one- with the amount of freaking commanders coming out, 150 is okay. I dude, it took me a while. 150 is getting like slim, especially because I feel like EDA Trek is a really popular site. Um, sure. but 
yeah, so for right now, until it gets to be such a burden that we, like, are struggling and it's taking up time and we need to edit, uh, we will be doing 150. Uh, cannot be partners, um, even if it is partner with something specific. So that's going to rule out pretty much all of the Doctor Who companions, but not the Doctors themselves, because they themselves do not have a uh, partner. Yeah. So, and I think that's really it. I mean, it's obviously got to be Commander Legal. It's got to be a legendary creature. And Legal and Commander, sure. Well, yeah, that's what... One of those things captured both of those things. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going first, because I kept rolling and I found one. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I he was going to say something. Uh, so the first one up is Dragonlord Atarka. Oh, Really? Mm-hmm. That's that's only got that's got less than 150. It's it's not. I think it's not the one you're thinking of. This is from no. This is from Dragons of Tarkir. Yeah. Yeah. It's only got 106. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Read them all. I I think I know why. <laughs> Five red green for an eight eight elder dragon with flying and trample. Uh, when Dragon Lord Atarka enters the battlefield, it deals five damage. Divided as you choose among any number of target creatures and/or planeswalkers, your opponents control. He's an elder dragon, and he's only doing five damage. Come on! Yeah, but he's an eight-eight flying dragon. He passes the bear test. He does, and that's it. <laughs> and flying and trample. Okay, so he's got some some good keywords on there. You're uh, in rule, right? You're going to cast them turn four. True. That is true. I he I don't I I think he's just in my mind he's uh I get I'm biased because I love dragons and he is he's the plain oatmeal of dragons. I think. <laughs> I mean that's fair. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean he's. His his ability is not a bad ability. Like, it's not like, when he enters the battlefield, you have to pay five life, you know? Like, to be able to hit something for five damage, that takes out 80-ish percent of creatures. But it's divided, so, like, it takes out one creature. Maybe. Maybe, I mean, but you could also still, like, I guess this isn't going to do a lot against tokens, but... I mean, unless like, they're one ones, because it's you can uh, divide it, so you can, you can kill do, five tokens. Yeah, sure. In fact, I would prefer to play this against token decks. If you're playing this against like another dragon deck, it's not it's not going to kill eighty percent of dragons. It's going to do five damage. That's fair. I think that's, I mean, but- that's why you play doubling season or panharmonicon. True. Not doubling season. That's why you play yeah. Panharmonicon yeah, Panhar- or, or or Roaming Throne. You Roaming Throne would be great in a dragon's deck. <laughs> yeah, it would. Um, I I'd, I'd like his other card better. I guess I like really. Yeah, yeah. I think Atarka World Render gives you so much more value. Um, for anyone who may not remember or know. Uh, he's five green, uh, five red and a green for a six four legendary dragon with flying and trample, and says whenever a dragon you control attacks, gains double strike until end of turn. That's now, really this, good. this is important, Tim. I need you to understand. Dragonlord Atarka would kill Atarka World Render. He sure would. And you ever think about you, that? 
if you summon a Tarka world render after him, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, okay, so what would make Dragon Lord Gatarka good? What if it was like when he enters the battlefield and when he attacks? It, uh, what if it was like when Dragon Lord Atarka enters the battlefield or attacks, it deals X damage divided? I think that would be good. Just add add something extra on there to make me not feel bad that I summoned him and now he's going to sit there for a bit. And sure, he's an 8-8 flyer. Like, he's a menace if you don't have targeted removal, but he doesn't have indestructible. Like, give him something else to, like, fuel that, you know? Sure. But he still is an 8-8 for 7. Uh, and that's good. I'm not saying he's a bad creature. I'm saying you know, he's a bland commander. He may be bland, but you know what isn't bland? His art. Uh, fair. That that's art. Real good uh, art. Carl Kapinski? I guess? It's hard. Yeah, I can't read it from here, but it's definitely Carl. Yeah, good job, Carl. Like, that's a metal art. That, that art goes Carl. hard. All right. <laughs> well, I love that. <laughs> That, that kills that, people. <laughs> that, that art goes hard. It do uh, it do go hard. It do go hard. All right. So what else are we going to talk about? Uh, what kind of cards are you going to run with this? You're building this deck. You really want to build Dragon Tribal. I mean, there's a decent number of dragons in Gruul that you could run. Case in I, point, a Tarker World Render. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh. Yeah, no, you want to run a Tarka. Uh, I mean, obviously, you want to run a Terror of the Peaks if you're feeling uh, spendy. Mm -hmm. There's um, that, the, the new dragon that just came out. The uh, the one from Ixalan, the mythic. It's three red red. It's the Dra Draconid Bone Hoarder or something like that. Draconid Hold on. Bone Hoarder. No, what's his name? Bone Horde Dracosar. Oh. We, we we missed this one in our analysis. Like full full disclosure. Three red red for a five five dinosaur dragon flying first strike. At the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top two cards of your library. You may play them this turn. If you exile a land card this way, create a three one red dinosaur creature token. If you exile a non land card this way, create a treasure token. Oh yeah, we did. We miss missed that. that. We missed that card. That card it was a dragon. Be, it was a dragon. How did you miss a dragon, Tim? Uh, because you said, hey, you don't forget to pick your cards. And it was 825 and we recorded 830. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, other great cards in here. So you already said Terror of the Peaks. I think that'd be a great include. Lathless is a really good include. Lathless is a good include in any dragon deck. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, you would just play your standard. This would just be a pretty standard gruel dragon deck. Yeah, you know? I, I think the other thing that I'm like would be sad about making this my commander is he just limits the dragons you can have like Gruul is a great color for dragons. Don't get me wrong, but so is all the other colors, really, if you think about it, like sure, uh, that's true. But I would say some of the best dragons are in red and green. I would agree with that. I, you know, that's so just. If you wanted, like, in my mind, if you wanted, like, an accessible dragon deck, this is a mm -hmm. good, this is a good one. He may not be the best commander for it, but he's really good in the 99. Yeah. Like, like, here's a card that actually could make him work. It's from uh, Mom, it looks like, Ortheon, Hero of Lava Brink. It has a ability, one in tap, one in a red in tap. 
Create a token that's a copy of another target creature you control. It gains haste. Sacrifice it at the beginning of the next 10 step. Mm. So you basically make another Atarka. It does its five damage. I mean, five damage to whatever you want. I mean, divided, but five damage to whatever you want for two mana. That's pretty good. Yeah. You know, so like there's situational things in here that I think it could make it work. I, I don't disagree. I, I think my, again, my, my only reservation about him is as the commander. I think he's a good include in dragon decks. That's I fair. just, I feel like he doesn't lend himself to like a good dragon deck. I feel like there's better dragons, especially in Gruul, that you could be running. That's fair. So, all right. So then if you're not going to run him as the commander, who are you running? Um... So, I mean, obviously, a Tarka World Render would probably be good. Let me go look up some other Gruul. Like, are we keeping the same? Keep the like same have... color. Yeah. So, so like, me... like the, the best dragon I think you could run in these colors is Clouth, Unrivaled Ancient. Clouth. So, he came from, oh, I think it was the same. Oh, what was that? That was from D&D set. It was the one that had the boar god as, like, the face commander or whatever. Clouth, Unrivaled Ancient. Five red green for a 4-4 four, four dragon. Flying in haste. Whenever it attacks, add X mana in any combination of colors where X is the total power of attacking creatures. Spend this mana only to cast spells. Until end of turn, you don't lose this mana as steps and phases end. Chris, was was he from... No, there wasn't a Ragadrag a pre-con, right? No, God, no. But there was a, there was a Gruul pre-con in AFR. Yeah, right? it was the boar, I think. Like the boar god. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that you were, yeah, you are right. I the second you said that, I was like, no, it was Ragadraga. <laughs> it certainly wasn't Ragadragon. No, no, you're right, you're right. Uh, yeah, he's pretty good. I I like him. I mean, uh, Xenagos is always a good Xenagos. Xenagos, the god of revels, is always a good commander. Are you sure it wasn't Vrondis, or was Vrondis the alternate? Uh, Clouth was the alternate. But Rondus was also one of the alternates. Oh, you could be right. But he was, I think he, I think Rondus was the, the face, actually. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So, but no, I mean, this would, I think one thing to note, though, is like, look at the dollar amount of Clouth compared to Dragonlord Atarka. Right. And that's something I think goes a long way. You know, Dragonlord Atarka's eight bucks, which is surprisingly expensive. But, like, Clouth is $25. Yeah. So if you're looking to build a budget dragon deck, Dragonlord Atarka isn't awful. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think Dragonlord Atarka would be great in Vrondis. Yeah, you're right. Vrondis, because, so Vrondis has three uh, red and a green for a 5-4 Dragon Barbarian. With Enrage, whenever Vrondis, Rage of Ancients, is dealt damage, you may create a 5-4 red and green dragon creature spirit token. With uh, when this creature deals damage, sacrifice it. Whenever you roll one or more dice, you may have Rondus deal one damage to itself. That roll some die. Commander. That was the face commander, and the yeah. boar was the other alternate commander. Yeah, I, I think that's this. right. Yep, I remember this now. Yep. You summon Dragon Lord. You you kill off a something with four, and you just give him a little ping. Just give him a little little butt slap. A pop. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you can't because it says your opponent's control. You can't ping your own creature. Ah, uh, darn it. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Get him get out of here. Get, get that grab. Get that. 
Chaff. <laughs> this is giraffe chaff. Yeah, it's gross. Get him out of here. Okay. I Are think we've talked this, enough about you it. You on this deck? No. <laughs> I've got a dragon deck, and it's way better than this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, it's got the Ur-Dragon. Why would I ever, like, what, what am I, Fair. stupid? Fair. All right. Uh, so while you were rambling, I, mm-hmm. I got my first one. Rude. It was not rambling. It was talking. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Whatever. Uh, it's pretty much the complete opposite of what you had. It is Widwen, the Biting Gale. It is from Commander 2020. Uh, Two blue-black for a 3-3 fairy wizard. Flash, flying, and then blue and a black, pay one life. Return Widwen, the Biting Gale, to its owner's hand. There's got to be some busted combo with her, but I can I have no idea what it is. Oh, it's Demir, so it's Thassa's Oracle. But how? Like, what do you what do you use her for? So I'm sure there's a way. I mean, obviously, she has flash, so there's some flash triggers like like, for example, a card like Slither Wisp, right? Whenever you cast another spell that has flash, you draw a card and each opponent loses one life. So you could at least you could if you can make infinite mana can just boop, 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 go ham like that. Sure. Right. Uh, I mean, obviously, you're in Demir, so it's not hard to make infinite mana. It's it's not. But is it is it hard to make infinite double dual colored mana? No, no. No, you, you get like a Peregrine Drake Deadeye Navigator combo, oh, which you can God, do in yeah. mono blue, right? Yeah. You can do some kind of crazy rock combo. I'm sure there's things that it's blue. You're going to make a bajillion mana. That's fair. I think this one came. You know what? I think this card came from the rogue deck. Commander 2020. I think this one came. Yeah. Okay. So. So what would we do with this deck? Obviously, Flash. We've already talked about Flash. We've already talked about Bounce. So there definitely could be some interesting bouncing mechanics that you can do with here. Yeah. Um, uh, Fairy. So looking at the deck, it's only got 109 decks. So it doesn't have that many decks. And it looks like most of the decks just turn into Fairy Tribal. Fairy Kindred. Yeah. Which, at the end of the day, we go back to what we said about the dragon. There's just better fairy commanders. Yeah. You know? But I feel like you could build this pretty interestingly. Oh, this is also an important keyword, too. It is a wizard. So there definitely are ways that you can play wizards. Because I I know, like, for example... Right, there is oh geez, one of our friends runs this deck where it's like tap wizards you control, counter something, right? And so Isn't theoretically if, I think it's I think Urtai's in it. I don't know if it's actually Urtai. I think his deck was it was an Urtai deck, yeah. Yeah. But it's like you could theoretically, if you have enough mana, tap this creature, pay the two, return it to hand, cast it again untapped, and it's ready to tap again for the wizard. True. You know? I mean, we all know the Commander's Beacon, the card, is a really good land. 
That's the one that you just tap it, sacrifice it, return a commander to your hand. Yeah. Right? So this card is basically says two mana. It's it's like a permanent like two mana commander tax. Because if you're going to kill this creature, I'm just going to pay two mana and return it to my hand. And one life, Chris. That runs uh, out. Ah, uh, you're right. Runs out. You're right. I could do this 39 times. Mm, well, you could do it 40. Oh. <laughs> you I could. Have, oh, you're right. I'll put a... Uh, I'll, I'll put something out there, like a, like a lich. It's like, just... I As a commander, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, it doesn't do much... You've got to have something that triggers off ETBs. You got to have infinite mana to dump into it to do infinite ETBs. Like it could be a combo piece, sure, but like it doesn't lend itself to combos like other commanders do. There's there's something to be said though to having part of your combo always available in the command zone. That's fair. Right. That is fair. So if I could figure out a way to make Thassa's Oracle my commander. <laughs> oh, Timmy, 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 Timmy. It'd be. I'd hit, oh, <laughs> I think I if, can, they, if, if they would ban it, like oh, if there was yeah, a absolutely, way. Absolutely. Yeah. They would, like, uh, oh, geez. I'm going to put Solemnity in my command zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think we have too much to say about this one. At least I don't. It's fine. I'd put it in fairy decks. But it itself, yeah. I don't think I would run it as a commander. I I think Atarka is better. Like Between if we were to compare yeah. them, you know, like at least Atarka gives you interaction. This doesn't give you an interaction without something else. Yeah, that's fair. All right, who you got, Timmy? All right, I rolled the dice and came up with Munda, ambush leader. Mun right. Munda, Munda. Oh, all right. Uh, BFZ. Okay. Yeah, Battle for Zendikar. Uh, two red white for a three four core ally with haste. It says rally whenever Munda ambush leader or another ally enters the battlefield under your control. You may look at the top four cards of your library. If you do, reveal any number of ally cards from among them, then put those cards on top of your library in any order, and the rest on the bottom in any order. Top deck well, shenanigans, man. Ally decks. I need to go look up uh, MTG ally. How many ally cards have been printed? There are. There's it's a, a it's a four on the Beeble scale. What does that mean? The Beeble scale is a ranking by Mark Rosewater of the likelihood that a given creature type will be reprinted in future standard legal sets. So it's like the Storm scale, but just for types. Creature types, yeah. There's so a lot, is, actually. Oh, yeah. It's got 96. There are 96 uh, ally cards. And the two most common ones are white and red. Perfect. So, I mean, it's possible. It's, we, everyone yeah. really likes Winota. True, yeah. Everyone likes Winota. That's a right? good point. I don't think Winota herself is an ally, but sh this guy can have Winota in her. Um, is she? She's not? she's she's white red. No, but she's not an. I thought she was an ally. 
Winota Joiner of Forces is a human warrior. Yeah, just a warrior. Okay. And so the fact that a lot of these like aren't humans, right? Like Andu Cleric is a core cleric ally. There's Kazul Warlord, which is a Minotaur warrior ally. Andu yeah. Champion, right? Goblin Artificer, core soldier. Like it, she could work in here. Because it'd be interesting because you have a lot of non-humans and also human allies. So you could, like, using, using Munda, fix the top of your deck to work with Renoda. True. Yeah, I mean, yeah, your, your basic, your top deck manipulation, right? Like, yeah. you... Yeah, no, he's that, he could work... So would you keep him as the... The commander, or would you keep Winota as the commander? I'd keep him because he helps get to her. That's true. That's a good point. Right? So, also, can we just say how much this guy looks like Rise from League of Legends? Oh my god, that's the first thing I thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this I was like, it's Rise. It's, it's Rise. Rise. Yeah. I mean, this uh, BFZ, what was that? Like 2016? 2015? 2015. And so, Rise right around. Yeah, that's right around when League was really popular. Yeah, League was huge. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they made a League looking character. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't done a League Universes Beyond or, or Secret they did Lair. A, they did. Oh, did they? Okay, I missed yeah, they did. Well, they did it for Arcane. Oh, true, true. I, yeah. I count that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, there's, I mean, there's a lot of good allies with Rally, too. Oh, yeah. And the important thing about him, too, like, al- like allies are relatively cheap mana-wise, mm-hmm. right? If you can figure out a way to start drawing your deck, or if you have um, impulse draw, right? Or you can rummage or faithless looting or something like that. Yeah. His, his is whenever he or another ally ETBs. Yeah. Right? So you can be flipping lots of allies really quick with this guy. And the rallies all will trigger because they all like whenever uh, it says whenever them or another ally. So yeah, I kind of, I think he's kind of good. I kind of like him. I I actually do too. The problem is being in Boros mana, mana and draw. Yeah. Yeah. The draw. Yeah. I mean, mana too, I guess, but there's rocks. Sure. I, I, I do like him. Uh, he's at my top right now for today. Oh, all right. We're only three deep, but still. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, there's obviously like, like, let me read this guy off. Kazul Warlord, four and a red for a three, three Minotaur warrior ally. I love how many like creature types allies have. It's just like word soup. Yeah. Here's the Minotaur warrior battle master hatchet wielder ally whenever <laughs> it or another ally enters the battlefield under your control you may put a plus one plus one counter on each ally creature you control you're in white oh. so you figure out some blink shenanigans you get a teleportation circle yeah. you know you might as well get a roaming throne in this yeah name ally every <laughs> rally gets triggered twice every rally every rally <laughs> That was stupid. <laughs> I, I, there are, I mean, there are some, there are some ones that like really wouldn't really benefit, like like this one, Resolute Blade Master. 
Three red, white for a 2-2, two, two, human soldier ally. Whenever it or another ally enters the battlefield under your control, creatures you control gain double strike until end of turn. Like, that doesn't really do much for you if you have, like, multiple allies enter. But but something like Undo Cleric would be good. What in a white for a 1-1 one, one core cleric ally. Whenever it or another ally enters the battlefield under your control, you may gain life equal to the number of allies you control. How about a little... How about a little Aetherflux Reservoir action in here? You know, oh, ho, ho, brother, blasting for fifty! Ooh, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> um, I also want to give you a challenge, Chris. Okay, oh I you know looking through some some cards here. You've got uh, Munda Ambush Leader. And then there's also a good card that could go with him called Bruise Tarl, Boorish Herder. Go find him. I know Bruise Tarl. You know where I'm going with this? But the problem is, uh, Munda doesn't have partner. No, no, no. You're, Chris, you're so dumb. You have no idea oh, what Bruce I'm Bruce Tarl's an ally! Well, yes, but hold on. You're still not get picking up what I'm putting down. Oh, I want you oh. to build me a League of Legends deck, Chris. Oh, oh God. Oh, what's that guy's name? Braun. Braun, yeah. A Boros League of Legends character deck. It would be, Chris, if you could pull this off, it would be your magnum opus. It would be the biggest achievement of your life. Would you build it? If I can design you a League of Legends deck, would you build the deck? There would have to be some criteria that you have to meet other than just it just is a league. Like, you can't put, like, another... Wheel of Fortune! <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, but you can't put, like, um, uh, Captain's Claws. This one's Warwick, you know? Like, it's gotta be good, right? It can't just be... Sure. Yeah. I am very limited by the two colors. Again, Chris, magnum opus. God, now you're going to put me down a rabbit hole. Yes, I am. God, my my Christmas break. Everyone's going to be like, Chris, come celebrate Christmas morning with your son. (laughs) I'm going to say, no, (laughs) I have a deck to build for Tim. It's just like like bags under his eyes. One candle lit in his basement as he's like scribbling away. I will do it. (laughs) Honestly, there's so many characters in League of Legends now. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, but you don't even have to. They just have to look alike. Oh, okay. I'll see what I can do. I want to see it, Chris. I want to see you do this. All right. Any of our listeners out there? No, 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 no. <laughs> Go and help him. Anyone who uh, can design that deck for me gets a free sticker. Oh, you and your stickers, man. <laughs> anyway, I won't let you right. whore out our stickers. <laughs> Okay. Did did you have anything else to say about Munda ambush leader? No, I kind of like him though. I think I think he's he's interesting. Interesting enough, yeah. No. Yeah. All right, I am hitting the random. Oh, that's a partner. Ooh, I'm getting some big numbers. Oh, that's a background, which is a partner. <laughs> of course, we got. Oh no, we've done him. We've done this guy before. Hunding Jorgensen. We have, we yeah, have you told me a name like Hunding Jorgensen. We have done Hunding. 
Okay, here's a new one. Carvanista Loyal Lupari. Carvanista. Carvanista with a K. Loyal Lupari. Four and a green for a 5-5 alien dog soldier. Oh my god. Vigilance, trample, and haste. Whenever Carvanista attacks, put a plus one, plus one counter on each human you control. It also has uh, an adventure on it called Lupari Shield. One in a green for a sorcery adventure. Humans you control gain instructable until your next turn. Human tribal? Oh, Hooray. boy. Hooray. Mono green. Wow. Mono green. Human tribal. It takes all the parts about humans that are good and takes them out. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> now, granted, it is new. So this is from uh, this is from uh, Doctor Who. Who would have guessed with alien dog soldier? <laughs> I mean, that's also true. That art is pretty hard, though. Uh, yeah, it's I'll give you it's that. A, it's a dog holding a battle axe. Like, what's not to like about that? I, I'll give you the art goes hard. That's uh, it. That's, <laughs> I mean, like, whenever you... he attacks, Vigilance, Trample, Haste. I mean, he's a 5-5 five, five for 5, so he passes the bear test. He's got Vigilance. It's in the bad. If, mm-hmm. you can, if you can get a, sh- a, a crap ton of like little humans on the battlefield before you play him, I don't see it being that bad. But the fact is, it's mono green. Like, yeah. if he had white, this guy would be good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I bet that this is one of those cards that they play tested him with white and it was just too good. Also, uh, I have maybe, no yeah. proof for that whatsoever. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. he's just he's good, man. Like whenever he attacks uh, his his shield is like kind of like basically like a not instant uh, uh, heroic intervention. Mm-hmm. Well, also minus the hex proof, but you give everything indestructible. All humans, anyway. So if you're building this deck right, you're giving everything indestructible. Oh yeah, I mean you're gonna put a heroic intervention in this anyway. Well, true, yeah. Um, and then you get to cast him. And he attacks the turn he comes out. Yeah, he's a five-five for five. Good job rereading him. <laughs> Just, it's. I think it's fun to talk about the power level of the set. Two of like the top five cards for him listed in EDA track are Warhammer cards. Mm. <laughs> the right. other universe is beyond. Yeah, that's right. Clamavis, Clamavis, who is just an incredible name. Biophagus. Phagus, yeah. I mean, like this this is one of those cards that it's like, I'm I want to put this in like Kyler. You know, I want to put this in human tribal decks because having an anthem like that is just good. And it's oh, my God. Yeah. And he's got vigilance and he's got haste. He's a five five. So most things probably aren't going to kill him. He's amazing in, in a human tribal deck or uh, kindred deck. So who is Carvanista? I have no clue. I'm Googling it right now. You, you're asking who? Why would you ask me that? <laughs> Carbonista was a lupus off Lupari officer. As a member of the division, he worked closely with the fugitive doctor. He was by her side in a team of four for the siege of Atropos and even went on to become her companion. 
By the 13th Doctor's time, he was the only known surviving member of the Division following the destruction of Gallifrey at the hands of the Spy Master. The Doctor sought him out in her search of information about her past. He was species-bonded and thus bound to protect Dan Lewis. <laughs> he was species-bound to protect Bob. Yeah, I dude... When the I, flux came to Earth. I made that joke when we talked about the the pre-cons and you were like, ah, oh, that's fine. And now you're making the same joke. I know, it's just funny that there's all these descriptions of like Gallifrey and the Spymaster and protected Dan. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It takes you out of it, man. Yeah. Because all you can do is laugh. Like, I'm protecting Dan. <laughs> uh, ooh, here we go. Person... This... <laughs> Oh my god, Carvanista was gruff and found humans, especially Dan, to be annoying. He <laughs> found it <laughs> He found it insulting to his species to be compared to a dog and became angry when Dan mentioned his mother. He's a dog. He's a dog. He's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh uh okay, so I don't know. Run your green humans. Yeah, it's green humans. It's green put, humans. Put it put in green. Him in a human type deck. Uh, I, a human kindred deck. I, I completely understand why he only has 22 decks. Granted, he's fresh. He's like, he's new, brand new. Yeah. He himself doesn't even buff himself, too, which is, I think, really funny. But yeah, he only helps humans. He's the goodest boy. But we can't say that about him because he hates being called a dog. What's he going to do? Also, come on. The name Carvanista on a dog that wields a giant battle axe come on it's a little on the nose it's it's doctor who why are you surprised that's my point (laughs) (laughs) uh okay he's Um, dan lewis (laughs) dan lewis oh why can't he 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 should be a partner with dan lewis let's be real like oh my god obviously he's companioned to him Right? True. Yeah. According to the lore. Honestly, it's like the people that made the Doctor Who deck didn't even watch Doctor Who. Wow. Take that, Gavin. I'm just kidding. kidding. Gavin, we love you. Come back on the show, please. (laughs) I'm sorry. Gavin, I'm sorry. (laughs) Not true. Doctor Who is more more like Doctor You because I'm always watching it bad. I'm going to edit that out. I was going to say more like Doctor Boo. That just as bad. <laughs> it really was, dude. <gasps> uh, we we're losing it. We're getting old, Tim. <sighs> Maybe you are, dude. Okay. You're thirty now. Say bye to your knees. I've been doing this thing called exercise, and Ew. my knees are doing okay for now. Yeah. Wait, wait till you're thirty-three, and then you feel that exercise. No, dude, it's my back. My back is really what's going to be mm. the cause of my downfall. Like, yeah. literally and figuratively. Well, that's why you need to rely on somebody like Carvinista. I'm like one errant sneeze away from just throwing my back out at any moment. It's terrible. God, you're such an old man. Shut up. <laughs> Chris, I can't come to work today. My cockex is broken. It's my lower back, you asshole. <laughs> that is a cockix, you're right. Though that's like the tailbone. It's not that's like the tailbone. My, it's yeah. what keeps it's what it's keeps it in lumbar. place. Your lumbar. Oh, oh it's, it's the lumbar support. <laughs> oh, it's your lower discs. 
Yeah, my, mm. my I don't know, my D5, whatever. <laughs> Something is down there hurting. All right, I need a second. I need to take off my hoodie. I'm very warm. All right, while Tim's taking off his hoodie, I'm just going to keep talking. Oh, he so took more knee. off. He took more off than he needed. <laughs> oh, we should leave that in. That's candid. What people get I... people need to get to know us. About my nips? You know? Yeah, yeah, leave that in. I'm not going to leave nips in. <laughs> leave it in. Just wait until we do a live stream and I go I show nips for real. Ooh. Hips and nips or just hips nips? Hips and nips. Or just <laughs> Okay, anyway, all right, go ahead, hit the random, Tim, it's your turn. All right, I got one while we were talking. <clears throat> all right, this one only has 44 decks. Its name is Urza, Lord High Artificer. <laughs> okay, try again. Oh, sorry, it's not 44 decks, it's rank 44. <laughs> oh. I feel like it should be higher than that. Yeah, that doesn't seem very, like, 44? Yeah. Like, what, out of... Like, obviously out of however many, but, like, that just seems very, very low. Well, I mean, it attracts an Ur-Dragon at the top, so. Well, yeah, okay. Um, okay, so I got one. I feel like we've done this one. Maybe we haven't. What's the name? Uh, Rhea Dawnbringer. Maybe we haven't. How do you spell it? R-E-Y-A. Oh, okay. And then Dawnbringer. I mean, I don't think we have. I don't think so either. But again, it's been two and a half years we've been doing this. So that's true. All right. Raya Dawnbringer for the first time, we think. <laughs> <laughs> um, six white, white, white for a four, six angel with flying that says at the beginning of your upkeep, you may return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. I mean, that's not terrible. Standard fat booty angel does something good, but it costs you a bajillion mana. That was literally the the thing that sticks out the most to me is the nine cost in mono white. If you don't have a turn one smothering tithe, you're not playing her. I think it's important to note that she does not pass the bear test. No, she doesn't. Yeah. But she does bring the dawn, so like... Oh, she does. Yeah. Like, she's very, very bright and shiny. You ever seen the yeah. movie Bubble Boy? Uh, way, way long ago. Yeah, so there's that song, Bright and Shiny. Oh, uh, yeah. And Shiny. Yeah. The cult song? Yeah. Like, I'm getting that vibe from her. I mean, she's very bright and shiny, yeah. She's like, she's basically Gandalf on the first light of the fifth day. Yeah, you know, I saw a meme about that recently. It's like, the 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 joke, a, a wizard is never early and he's never late. He always arrives precisely many, when he means to. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom part was like an orc going like, what the? And, and, the, ta- and the caption was, all the soldiers that died at Rohan, at, at Helm's Deep. Yeah, prior to that. Prior to that, God, it can't be good. It can't be good for your society to kill off every single male. Is is that what the angels do? No, no, no. no. I'm talking about Warhammer, or not Warhammer, Lord of the Rings. 
when they defend Helm's Deep, they are grabbing like the 12 year olds to defend it. Oh, well, yeah, but like women can find other men. To, I, I guess not I if don't they're know. all dead. Well, they don't have to be Ro- Rohan, like Rohirrim. Rohirrim. I guess that's fair. Well, no, the Rohirrim were like actually like a subset. Right? Of Rohan. Like, yeah, I guess that's true. That's the, the knight, the king's Rohirrim. The, yeah, the, the banished ones. Yeah. Um, why don't we just turn this episode into the Lord of the Rings episode? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, it's it's either that or they all die anyway. So it's like, look, man, what do you want to do? That's true. You're dying, protecting your wife or dying. Yes. Anyway. All right. Rhea Dawnbringer. <laughs> I mean, she's fucking sad. Nine mana. Uh, it's tough, man. Like she if she were like if she were one white pip less, I would think that's not bad. That's a that's a decent rate for for what you're getting. Flying four six, so she's swinging. She's gonna get probably get through, even if she doesn't. Probably not gonna die. Um, and at the beginning of your upkeep, you may return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Upkeep, you get something good every turn. Like it's not, it's not a lot. It's not bad. It's but nine mana, three white pips. Man, she was. I mean, look how hard her. Look how hard her like lore goes, or what's it called? The flavor text. You have not died until I consent. That's pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh Tim's getting ideas. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Real dummy mommy energy right there. Oh, my God. Oh, I I mean, she's an angel, right? Like, so you're just going to be playing a bunch of angels. The top two, the top two things that are in her like themes are reanimator and angels. Wow. That's some advanced stuff there. Yeah, and it's it's mono uh are there mono white are there any cards that are like put commander card into your graveyard from the command zone? I I don't think so. Cuz that's the only way that she could work. Why would you put her in the the graveyard? Because there's a lot of cards in white that allow you to return a creature from the graveyard for way less mana. Right, cards like oh, late to dinner. You're trying to breath, cheat her out. Cheat her out, yeah. Yeah. Late to dinner, resurrection, miraculous recovery, breath of life. So uh karmic guide. So there's lots of ways to get cards from your graveyard in white that are way cheaper than nine mana. No, it's tough. I mean you can get her to your hand with a command beacon, and then you can discard. That's about it. Command beacon, does that put her from the command zone into your hand i think so command beacon uh put your commander into your hand from the command zone okay yeah so that's that had better be like a 99 percent in this you know either that or you yeah that's that's literally all i can think of um it's actually not a bad idea to figure out a way to discard her really early and cheat her out by turn four that's the only strategy you've got. And then she goes back to the command zone. Actually, does command beacon? Yeah, because no, you're paying the puts tax. Puts into your hand. Command beacon puts into your hand. And command tax is only every time you've cast her. From the command zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you put a, if you put a card, so the command beacon idea is if you get something that has like a really, really, really high 
like mm-hmm. command tax, you don't have to pay it. That time. That time. Right. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe you, you, uh, if you can recycle lands from your graveyard. Like, I'm curious to do the math. How many mulligans to get a command zone should I take before it's not worth it? Or command beacon? Until you get a command beacon. Yeah. So, minimum of six. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. I mean, if you want to get the benefit of Raya, you got to get into the graveyard. Yeah. You're not, you're not hard. If you, if you play this deck, there is a 2% chance you actually get the opportunity to hard caster. I mean, this is a deck that like would require a jeweled Lotus or else it's not, it's like, yeah. Oh, you are, you are playing every manor rock you possibly can. Warren Power Stone, Cage Sun, Gilded Lotus, Hadron Archive, Arcane Signet, Thrawn Dynamo. You're basically building an Eldrazi deck. Yeah, but in mono white, so worse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I I don't, I, I don't know either. I mean, like, there's I'm sure there's also stuff that says like, uh like angel spells you cast cost one less oh yeah there was the uh there's that new creature that does that now i forget specifically for angels there is a there's an angel commander i believe she came out in uh capenna oh what's her name giada giada font of hope she is she taps for a white spend this mana to only cast an angel spell. Okay. Not very exciting, but a ramp for only it's a two, two for two. Not bad. Yeah. 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 I just, she's too, her cost does not, uh, her benefits do not outweigh her cost. Yeah. No, you gotta, you gotta figure out a way to cheat her. That's the, the only way. And then she's going to beat you up for it. Sure is. Yeah. I mean, this is this is your Dommy Mommy deck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dommy Mommy deck right here. Chris, I've got an interesting deck building challenge for you. Tim? <laughs> if any of our Forget listeners... Legends. <laughs> if any of our listeners want to build a Dommy Mommy deck and send it to us, we'll give you a sticker. I'm okay with that sticker, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time for my last... My last one. Oh, that was my last one. Yeah. Oh, oh, yay! I don't know if I want to do this one yet. I don't think you can just say no. Well, the card's not out. It's dog meat. Oh, if it's not out, then yeah, I say no. I got dog meat, which I would love to talk about, but I don't think. Oh God, it's, it's a fair. it's a legends. Do we end on a? We don't end on a legends. <laughs> It's another Legends! I just rolled a second Legends! I think the universe is telling totally, you're gonna do Legends and you're gonna like it. <laughs> I mean, what would be a fringe commander without at least one Legends? Honestly. Alright. I present to you two Legends. You will pick which one we do. Neither of them are gonna win for the best card of the day. Can't wait. Already. <laughs> already excited. <laughs> I'm only gonna tell you the name. And then you pick it. First one is Barktooth Warbeard. Oh, that's a hard one to beat. <laughs> the other one is literally just Half Dane. I think we gotta do Barktooth, right? 
would it help to know that Barktooth is a vanilla creature? Yes. And I'm picking Barktooth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's a legend and it's vanilla. Chris. Chris, this is what I was talking about in the beginning of this episode. At least Half Dane has something on him. I don't care. Do Bark I'm Tooth. Picking, I'm, I'm picking Half Dane. No, you're picking Bark Tooth and you're liking it. <laughs> no, he's so bad. What does he cost, Chris? I gotta know. Four black, red, red for a six, five vanilla. Hell yeah! <laughs> Chris, oh wait, you did. No, I'm going to Half Dane. We're doing Half Dane. Oh, lame. We're doing half Dane. All right. One black, blue, white for a star star. When half Dane comes into play, he is three, three. During your upkeep, half Dane acquires the current power and toughness of target creature other than half Dane. If there are no legal targets, half Dane becomes three, three. This is like the first clone. Okay, so we picked one that was like actually. Hold on, I gotta read this. I it basically, read this. it basically says, uh, in the begin during your upkeep, if there's another creature on the battlefield, you he becomes their power and toughness. Otherwise, he's three three. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather do the vanilla? No, I mean, at least this is like you could do some weird like you cheat in a blight steal or something or you cheat in something that like can't attack that. No, because he gets it on upkeep. So no, like he's he kind of sucks. It's legends other than Gracie McKenzie. I think we should talk talk about Barktooth. All right. How would you build Barktooth? (laughs) Oh, all right. All right. I'm going back to Barktooth. Let me read them out. <laughs> Barktooth Warbeard, four black, red, red for a six five. Chris, so he's Tim, got, how would you? <laughs> he's got flavor text, Chris. Oh, okay. <clears throat> oh God, I kind of want to read this in like, um, oh, oh, that show. What's his name? Matthew Barry. He is devious oh. and cutting. <laughs> <laughs> You really are the most devious bastard in New York City. <laughs> he is devious and cunning in both appearance and deed. Beware the war beard, for this brute bites as well as he barks. I think for the rest of the episode, we should do that voice. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk in the trans-American voice. Oh, no. one just kind of turned into that, because I'm bad at <laughs> accents. <laughs> This is just how we talk in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> you really are the most devious bastard in New York City. <laughs> that show is so good. Ah, I love it. This I'm guy. Fuck. His name is Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to approach. <clears throat> I'd like to approach the bitch. What did you say? <laughs> I'd like to approach the bench. <laughs> what did you think I said? <laughs> God, he's so funny. 
Uh, yes, he's so I can, good in the I, IT crowd too. Let's just talk about Matt Barry for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yes, yes, I can hear you. talking about Barktooth. <laughs> yes, I can hear you, Clem Fandango. Yes, I can hear you, Clem Fandango. <laughs> Matthew, it's Push Clem Fandango. <laughs> Matthew, it's Clem Fandango. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love no, it. Have you seen Bart? Toast of London? No. It's so it's funny. Good, it's it's good, so good. Yeah, I mean, it's basically just Matt Barry, but he's being an actor. Matt Barry, yeah. <laughs> Matt Barry being Matt Barry. Yeah. I mean, Barktooth, how easy would it be to proxy Barktooth Warbeard as Matthew Barry? He's got the uh, beard. I think I just figured out your Christmas gift to me, Chris. <laughs> I am not... <laughs> not drawing Matthew Barry on Barktooth. Honestly, the part that's the most amazing to me, he's got 35 decks. This card came out in like 1994 and it's $3. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, nobody like, wants like, like people, people have been going ham buying up. Actually, if you look at prices, prices are starting to come back down. Thank God. Yeah, but not for him. He's just but going to <laughs> keep going down. Right. But like a card like this, you know, they're like, you know what? We're going to print a bunch of unique, legendary creatures. And they're all going to suck. <laughs> we don't know what legend really should mean at this point. So we're just going to err on the side of caution. Hold on. I got to go to a Scryfe. I got to go to like Scryfall. And see what his creature types are. Barktooth. Halfbane was a uh, shapeshifter. Was he? Yeah, Bark I opened up his oh, 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 Synergy's here, Tim. Barktooth Warbeard is a human warrior. Ah, uh, get me. Oh, wait, no, you can't even use car carve Carver Boy. Car carve Carvatrice. Carvenator. Carvenista. Carvenista, right? Oh, Carvenista, the dog. The one yeah, we you literally just talked about. Yeah, you forgot about him. <laughs> you can't <laughs> even use Carvenista for him. And but you do have the warriors synergy War, mm. warrior kindred in Rakdos. That's right. Perfect. Everything God, I've always ever wanted. On a, we always end it on a shit legend. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just needs to become the meme. I, that's every episode. It has to be right. Like there's no other be, way. Like, like if, I mean, how many, how many legends came out in legends? We're just going to every episode end on a legend. I think it's hilarious, though, that the, the EDH track was like, you know what? These two, they're doing they're doing fringe commanders. I see him hitting random. We're going to go ahead and uh, end it on a legend. You know what I want? I want us to find a card from legends that was good. Oh, uh, there are. So there's a couple. Hold on. Like. Like, there are a couple legends from Legends that are good. Obviously, first and foremost, did Legends know Legends did not fetch lands? So, uh, the, I mean, let's be real. The format we play, the dragons, the original Elder Dragons were in Legends. So hmm, honestly, okay. without Elder Dragon Highlander, you know, we wouldn't even have this pod, Tim. So somebody like Barktooth Warbeard, thank you. Thank you for having that set. He walked he, so we he, could run. That's <laughs> right. So the dragons could fly. Uh, right. So, so like, so like Angus McKenzie. 
is from that set. Without a doubt, one of the most expensive of the legends. Uh, Gwendolyn de Courcy, who I'm pretty sure is banned now, is from that set. Mm. Oh, yeah, that name sounds familiar. I mean, go look at the art for the card Abomination. That's what I look like in the morning when I wake up. You look like that right now. Thank you. All right, Chris, I'm going to test something. Okay. All right, EDH Rick, this is my last one hitting random. Nah, it wasn't. It was from uh, 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 Kamizawa. Hitting random. All right, I'm looking. Uh, nope, that's a partner. Uh, nope, I'm doing it too. Oh, I got an elder dinosaur for Mixalon. Okay, so it, it it's not listening. Or it hurt. Oh, conspiracy theory. They heard us talking about them, and they knew. They knew what? They knew that we were talking about them, and now they changed the algorithm. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Deep state. We're in deep state magic now, Tim. Wow. You know, we got to take down. We got to take down big commander. Big commander. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we literally didn't even talk about either of these commanders. And to be honest with you, don't really care. Uh, yeah, they were both kind of bad. I mean, the shapeshifter was definitely better. But it also wasn't that great. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. You build Barktooth Warbeard Warrior Tribal. Warrior Kindred, and you have fun. That's all I got about him. Don't build him. In Rakdos. Build him for the (laughs) meme. No, I mean, there's a decent number of warriors in Rakdos. No, but like you say, have fun in Rakdos with a vanilla commander. That's all you need, guy. He's there for the meme. Okay. Which anyway, is what most right. of the commanders from. Oh shit, dog! You put an Uncle Lisvan in this deck. Was he? Was he Rakdos? He's black. He's just black. Wow. He's straight black. One black, black, black for creature Istvan. Interesting. That's right. Uh, don't no, don't <laughs> <laughs> don't build this deck. All right. All right. Who's your Who's your anti sponsor? Who's my answer? Well, we got to wrap up. Who's your favorite of the day? Oh, we, I think we agreed. It was uh, Munda. 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 It was Munda. Munda deserved it. He definitely Munda was actually, the best of the day. I think, Yeah. To be, fe- to be real, though, I think the dragon was my number two. That's not saying much. Artarka? It still yeah. wasn't bad. Like, I'm, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if you run that dragon in dragon decks. Oh, no, definitely run it in the 99. Good card as a commander. Maybe I guess I wouldn't say it's a bad commander, but I would say it's definitely boring. Oh, sure. But it does have good utility. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, In lieu of. In lieu of uh, anti-sponsor, why don't we talk about the rest of the year for us? Okay. so this episode was sponsored by Matthew Barry. Oh, please. I would love that. Please, Even please if you contact just, us. Please contact us. I would, I would pay small amounts of money because I am poor to have you just record an outro for us. If you, oh, if we could record him saying that, and we love you. Oh, oh and we love you. And we love you. <laughs> if anyone has Matthew Barry's contact information, that would be amazing. Please. please. <laughs> or Paul Rudd. Wow. You gotta, you gotta take a shot on Paul Rudd. That's true. So, 
All right. So Tim talked about it in the beginning of the episode. Our 12 days of giveaway are back. So December 11th will be the first day of the giveaways. So be sure to go check out our Facebook. Uh, a new one every day will drop. And then we're going to have a very special day for our last giveaway. Tim, you want to tell our lovely listeners what giveaway day number 12 is going to be? Chris, all of our listeners, whether or not they w- w- choose to participate in 12 days of giveaways, uh, will be gifted a live stream of us doing our year-ending Casamigos challenge. I don't think we've done a Casamigos challenge since the same thing we did last year, which is a travesty. So we're going to bring it home. It's going to be live. We're going to be recording together. Um, so you will see us hold hands and smooch. Uh, and it's going to be a good time. And I think we're going to have a lot of fun. And Evie said she wouldn't go, but we're going to make her. <laughs> is Nikki coming? I haven't told her yet because we literally decided this as we were recording and I haven't <laughs> talked to her. Yet, someone's got to someone's got to tell her. Someone's got to drive you home. She'll yeah, she'll go. Yep. So December 22nd, Friday, December 22nd, live stream Casamigos challenge Tim and I together in the same place. I'm putting it in my calendar now, Chris. Oh, good. Can't so, wait. So yeah, check out our Facebook every day. Lots of great giveaways coming out for you guys. Another celebration of a fantastic year of Casual Commander. We continue to grow, continue to make new content, continue to put our thoughts and opinions out there. Usually not the best. Well, it's never good. (laughs) (laughs) Tim, I will say it's been magical watching you turn into a a cute little noob into a moderately okay player. And it's been tough. (laughs) with you <laughs> just in there <laughs> just stop there <laughs> so so yeah check out our facebook obviously go join our discord if you guys want to play any games lots of good discussion going on there mm-hmm. and um we got a couple more episodes this year before we take our break and get ready for season four i can't believe we're already on season we're gonna be on season four are we doing it like community where it's six seasons in a movie is that it no, we're doing yeah. we're doing 100 seasons. 100 seasons, Tim. 100 no. 199 more seasons to go, Tim. 90 No, we're 96. Yeah, first off math, the second off, please no. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> 96 seasons. We're, we're going to turn this when when magic dies, we're going to turn into magic Lorcana. Oh god. And no. when Lorcana dies, we're going to turn it into another game. I'll be on your deathbed, Tim. You will be looking for a new co-host if you want to turn it into a Lorcana podcast. <laughs> I'll just get my boy Joe on. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. So, yeah, that's all. Just check out for the giveaway. Going to be a lot of cool stuff. So definitely make sure you guys participate in that. Yeah. It's going to be uh, good. And uh, uh, Chris is giving away his firstborn child as one what? of the things. What? Oh, you're not supposed to tell them that yet. Well, how we have we have to get the viewers in. We're gonna do it on the live stream. Actually, I don't think we want the kind of viewers who would take a child and a giveaway. Yeah, we're gonna keep my kid. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. As much as you don't want him, Tim, he comes between us. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. All right, let's end with some plugs from Evie. Thanks, Evie. You always do you we do the thanks, Evie, and then you do thank you, Evie. So- <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know why. 
I don't know why we do both. So I wasn't going to do it this time. Oh, we talked about this, and that's when we screwed it up. I'm leaving all this in. That's fine. It's heavy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Casual Commander. Give us a follow on Facebook and Twitter for weekly magic content. We also have a Discord and Patreon, so be sure to check those out as well. Links can be found at casualcommanderpodcast.com. See you next week. Thank you, Evie. And yeah, lots of lot of fun to end the year, so be sure to check out new episodes. Again, we'll be dropping episodes. I think there's two more episodes we're going to have this year. Uh, I, Yeah. Yeah, we'll do our yearly wrap-up and then something fun to end the year. Live yeah. stream, Casamigos Challenge, December 22nd, 8.30-ish. Eastern time? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think 830 yep. EST. 830ST will be streaming live on Twitch. Getting so drunk. Unless Twitch is listening, then we're not. We're drinking water. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So thank you guys for another wonderful year. It's been a lot of fun continuing to have this podcast with all of you. I've enjoyed it moderately. Tim, I hate you. Until next time, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And this is Casual Commander. And we love you. (laughs) 